what a wild ride getting started here today. Wow, this almost didn't happen, man. It was very close to not happening. There were there were breakers involved, resetting of breakers. Mo was running around like a like a bat out of hell. I'll tell you what. And uh, I said, Mo, you hand me that iPad right there. I said, you let me take a crack at that one. And he reluctantly did so. Mm. Mm. Yeah, good for him. And anyway. Made the right choice. Anyway, look at us now. We have lights and uh, we have action. We have lights, we have camera, and we have action. Well, I'm glad. And, uh, And I'm flying today. I'm just, I'm warning all of you I'm flying today. So if you're not ready to take flight, go get yourself a different vehicle. Vehicle. Okay. Google Pixel Fold design. Specs leaked ahead of expected May 2023 launch. It's a good month, May. It's the it's the month of my birth. Really? And the birth of the Pixel Fold, the folding pixel. Apparently, I will I will pick up this device. I will fold this device if it happens to be uh, as expected. Uh, according to OnLeaks, Google Pixel Fold will adopt a form factor similar to the Oppo Find N, which was a device I really wanted to use, but I couldn't use it because... It was more boxy. My launcher, I couldn't put whatever launcher I wanted, which meant that I couldn't take off certain regional things, which meant I couldn't use it extensively, even though I'm Mr. Fold. I fold all the things. You like the fold. Samsung built the OLED panels for this, apparently. Ultra-thin glass UTG cover supplied by Samsung. The display sizes are said to be housed in a rounded edge chassis measuring approximately 158.7 by 139.7 by 5.7 when unfolded, making it marginally wider than the Oppo Find N and approximately the same height, but with a slightly bulkier camera bump. Well, you gotta get your Pixel camera in there. You wanna call it a Pixel, Will. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it, I like that form factor. I can't wait to experiment with that form factor. And anything you can do to take the folding phone and make it feel less bulky, make it feel a little bit smaller in the pocket, uh, I think is going to help with the adoption and so forth. And thank goodness Google is going to do If Google's going to do this, then thank goodness they're going to do this. It'll be pricey, Will. Uh, it's going to have a price tag to go with it. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. 1400 Yeah, 1500 bucks minimum. These concepts look really nice, though. <laughs> Governor Greg Abbott bans TikTok on state-issued devices, saying the China-owned app poses a threat. A threat to the security of, uh, what, the Texas, at least. Texas uh, government officials, at least. Yeah, if the country's not going to ban TikTok, then... I guess the states will. Well, in this case, it's for uh, state-issued devices, which would be government officials and so forth. Uh, the public can continue to do their tick-talking. I'm also calling for legislation to make the ban permanent and to broaden the ban. That's from Greg Abbott on Twitter. As I detail in my letter and press release, the threat posed by the CCP through TikTok is serious and must be stopped. Well, we've heard this before. It seems like a long time ago, but you remember Trump was uh, having TikTok. Mm-hmm. He was talking some beef, talking about TikTok, and I believe at some point it was also government officials in Washington that had the the app banned, and then there was the threat of the app becoming completely banned, like for the public, mm-hmm. and then that never happened, obviously, or at least it was delayed. Abbott's move came on the same day that Republican Maryland. Uh, Maryland Governor Larry Hogan issued a similar ban, also citing cybersecurity risks. Other states, including South Dakota, South Carolina, and Nebraska, instituted the same TikTok restrictions. 
So government devices, they seem to be like agreed upon. This is not the place we want TikTok. However, it hasn't really broadened beyond that. And maybe you'll have more states coming on board uh, with their fears of TikTok, uh, CCP infiltration, uh, data mining. Uh, yeah, all that stuff. You know, all the good stuff. Whatever, whatever's going on there. Yeah. Today we're sponsored by Uncommon Goods. It's time to find an uncommon gift for somebody who's tough to buy for this holiday season. Mm. There's a lot of people out there like that. You know, in the age of the internet, it seems impossible to find something uncommon. So they do it for you on Uncommon Goods. They really, look what they put together over here, Will. It's stuff you definitely haven't seen. In some cases, it's stuff that's customized and completely unique. In some cases, it's golf ball whiskey chillers. Mm. A set of two. Which look at this, look at the way that looks. I mean, that's a nice looking glass. If you got a, someone in your life who's a whiskey drinker and all of a sudden you give them that, they're like, damn, that's a little bit different. That's a little bit special. Mm. You could maybe pick that up for Vin. I don't know. I will. I'm talking to you, Will. Or it could be a foul language mug. Look at that. Foul language, F-O-W-L, because you got the bird life on it, don't you? Oh, I like the sloping ski glasses. Those are pretty cool. Well, the glass is sloping. The skiers going down the slope. It's all kinds of gifts for the holidays. It's Uncommon Goods. Uncommon Goods look for products that are high quality, unique, and often handmade or made in the U.S. They have the most meaningful, out-of-the-ordinary gifts anywhere. From art, jewelry, to kitchen, home, and bar, Uncommon Goods has something for everyone. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash later. That's uncommongoods.com slash later for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. Twitter will reportedly charge $11 on iOS for blue subscription to offset app store fees. Ooh, yikes. So apparently you can buy it on the website, but if you go through Twitter on iOS, it's 11 bucks. Well, we already know that Elon came out with his tweet saying 30% Apple monopoly. He sort of was starting to sound like Epic a little bit, Tim Sweeney, and uh, yeah, basically just criticizing the app store fees. But Here's the thing that isn't really getting talked about is you also have the fees on the Google Play Store. So will, you, will it also be $11 there? Mm. The report noted that the subscription plan will cost $7 per month if you purchase from the web, but it will be costlier on iOS to offset Apple's App Store fees. Notably, Apple charges 30% in fees from developers for the first year of subscription, but it drops to 15% the second year. When Twitter launched its new subscription plan with a verification mark on November 9th, it charged users $8 per month. If Twitter were to offset App Store fees, it would cost ten thirty-eight. But the new price change to eleven sounds like a rounded-off figure. I assume the same would happen in the Google Play Store, unless there's some other deal that they can cut. Now, remember, they had the meeting. We talked about it here on this show. Elon went to San Francisco. He went to Apple's HQ, and well, he's in San Francisco. What am I talking about? He's Mister San Francisco right now because of all the Twitter. work that's been going on with Twitter. So he just had to take a short drive down to. Cupertino there no, uh -huh. no big no big deal to stare at the pond with Tim Cook were they talking about app store fees I don't know but he said good conversation but then this rumor comes out about just charging more maybe part of the good conversation is uh, uh, just coming to an understanding that hey we can't crack that 30 points imagine what Tim Sweeney's gonna say if we cut you a deal mm. Tim Tim Sweeney not gonna be happy with Tim Cook 
Mm-hmm. So anyway, it is it is a way of doing it. It's definitely a way of doing it. If you are an app developer of any kind, and it's obviously going to make things more difficult for you because you having to, you're charging more money. But you, if you want to recoup Apple's thirty points, you could always just put it back on the customer, and maybe we'll see more of that. Maybe Twitter starts a trend here. Mm-hmm. Lexus built an EV with a fake manual transmission. I saw some clips of this floating around. The company put it in a UX crossover, not exactly an enthusiast favorite. Well, maybe that doesn't matter if they're just strictly doing testing right now. So this is apparently an EV. And look at this. We're changing gears, going around the turn, around the bend. Uh-huh. And we're doing it in a traditional way. Like, I was curious if it was going to be paddle shifters or mm. some electronic equivalent. Paddle shifting should, it's more futuristic, right? Well, but I, I guess know. people still like the stick. The the, the people the people huh? want, the people like the stick. Yeah, they they want to drive stick. I the manual don't mind it. manual transmission is almost gone. Even if you ignore that manual transmission, cars account for less than two percent of the auto market today. Wow, less than two. It's it's smaller than I would have thought even. But mm. I guess it's not like manufacturers are making it all that accessible. And certainly, as this move towards electrification continues to accelerate that number has the potential to go even lower uh the company has spent the last couple of days showing off showing european journalists a special version of a lexus ux 300e small electric crossover not sold in the u.s uh, the driver can shift between different gears when they get to the far end of the fake tachometer and if they blow a shift it can even stall the electric <laughs> oh man that's legit. Electric vehicles rarely have more than one or two forward gears, so it seems unlikely that this is going to be a useful technology for future mainstream EVs. But Lexus says it is developing the concept to make more engaging EVs and may mm. actually use the system in a production uh, if the development work is promising. I don't think this, we're, I don't think so. Especially for racing. I'm just going to say this is not happening. Okay. This is just the fun experiment, a consumer vehicle. It's not... I. Can't, no, okay. I just can't see it. I just can't see it. But imagine like efficiency and there's so many other considerations and more important things. If, if it's, and it's already, if it's already only 2% of the market, imagine putting all this effort, all these extra pieces. Yeah. Manufacturing uh, supply for 2% stuff. of the market. <laughs> I, it's hard for me to imagine. I think it's cool and it's fun. I'm just saying, I don't, Imagine you're going to see this on an upcoming vehicle. I, no, just, I hear you. It's good effort. At least they tried. Well, and, 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 and you know, some sort of like weird niche upgrade. I, I, it's tough. It's tough. And it's, it's unfortunate because it, it is in the automotive realm. It's kind of a, you know, as far as enthusiasts are concerned, mm-hmm. it's a thing that people don't want to lose. But unfortunately, I think it's going to be those that are willing to maintain and keep around classic older vehicles that are going to continue to enjoy a manual transmission for the most gotcha. part. Although you could have some version of it. You could have some version of it. Yeah. I just don't think, I, it's, going I to look, I just don't think it's going to look like that. I agree. Uh, Dyson's air purifying headphones. These are I saw these all over Twitter. People were like, is it real? Is it not real? This is one of those things, Will, where it's hard to even tell if it's a legit um, uh, approach at a product or if it really is meant to just get people talking mm. 
get like brand awareness type of thing because it's hard to ignore. This is looking like some kind of Balenciaga ad right now. It's a bit uh, sexually deviant. Easy. Jeez. Brother. The company's first audio product promises to eliminate both unwanted noise and unwanted air particles. Look, look, man. I'm whatever. Whatever. Like. Why not? You know, people are wearing things on their face and chatting in public. And I don't know. Are we in the future yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? I don't know. Earlier this year, Dyson revealed the, its first audio product pair of headphones that promised to not only block noise, but unwanted airborne particles as well, thanks to built-in filtration system and mask. The company revealed more details on the Dyson Zone, including when you'll be able to buy a pair and how, how much having a breath of fresh air uh, will cost you. Oh, they said how much it will cost me? Yeah. Oh, let me... $949! Some fresh air. So, I mean, that makes it a bit more real. It does? It has a price? I guess. <laughs> I don't know how real it's going to be for the average person, Will, at 949 That could be you. Listen, I'll, tra- I'll easily check it out because it's wild and crazy. They look like headphones. Dyson's own headphones also fall into that category unorthodox design, integrating the smallest 10,000 RPM electric motors the company's ever developed into each ear cup, letting the air purifier on the front draw air through dual-layer filters to remove particles like pollen, bacteria, and dust, plus gases like nitrogen dioxide. I mean, I guess if you ever found yourself in some uh, post-apocalyptic type of airborne warfare with particles and uh, viruses and however people are fighting each other in the future although this doesn't really seem like it's suction to your face you know <laughs> are you saying it's bogus and your eyes are unprotected it says pollen bacteria dust gases it's a gas mask okay however as dyson has pointed out before the zone headphones don't create a perfect seal and are not a solution for minimizing the risk of color 19 exposure there it is uh, oh look at this well this is when you take the front piece off i guess yeah they look a bit chonky, but not bad. I don't know. It, that is weird. They're like, yeah, it's not really a substance. It's not really going to block any type of virus from getting in there. Mm-hmm. It's just going to sort of purify a little bit. And, <laughs> and then think about battery life. That's another great consideration. Got these fans blowing. Yeah. And so many RPMs right beside your 20 ear. minutes of battery life. And they're not going to be lightweight either, which is another problem I'm going to have. Because uh-huh. I like uh, I like to wear around 350 grams on my head at most. Right. And these are almost 600 grams. And Air- AirPods Max, <laughs> these are heavier than the uh, XM5s from Sony and AirPod Max combined. combined. Wow. What? Dyson Zone is heavier than both combined. Oh, it's 670 grams. Never mind 595. It's 670 grams. And then even if you take the front mask off, it's still five ninety five because you're, gotcha. you're you're carrying around these fan units that you're not even using the suction units. Right. You're not even using when you have the front piece removed. Uh, this is uh, very ambitious. I would love to take a look at this, but it's it is truly hard to believe that it's it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe some people want the future faster than others. Sure. And they're willing to carry 700 grams on their head in order to get there. The unboxing experience might be good. I'll hey. say that. Hey, man, we'll take a crack. Right. Driver trapped for more than 300 miles on highway after cruise control breaks. 
The Haval H6 carried on for hundreds of miles with a police escort before it ran out of gas. That's the the vehicle, I presume. Yeah, very popular, apparently, in China. So this is not an electric vehicle. This is a gas vehicle. And and this is Will trying to highlight the fact that even gas vehicles can malfunction and do weird things. It's just we tend to talk about it less because it's not as high profile as the guy whose name rhymes with Tusk. So he was stuck on the highway um, for quite a few hours because he couldn't actually break the cruise control couldn't let him it, it, it didn't let him it like disabled the brake and then um he called the police in which the police escorted him Good along move. the whole highway until it ran out of gas that's okay. the only way to stop it apparently it's a cool move you you call the police and you yeah. say my car won't stop and then you have that call on right i don't i don't know how long it takes for the escort to get there um, at least it, it seems he wasn't accelerating. He was just locked at around 100 kilometers an hour. Yeah, 62 miles per or, hour. Or 100 kilometers per hour. He allegedly kept going at this speed for hundreds of miles until his car ran out. That's when you're not happy about your gas mile, uh, yeah. your extended range. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You're like, we're not out already. Uh, the driver of the vehicle was stuck in a car for 500 kilometers. During the drive, he called the authorities to alert them of his predicament. The police provided an escort to ensure the driver didn't hit anybody. I guess the highway goes on for for at least 500 kilometers. Yeah, if you don't take ex- exits. That's right. No, no, you're, you're steering clear of those exits if you can't turn cruise control off. But he was very irate. Oh, <laughs> right. Obviously, once he uh, can get out of the vehicle. But it's just a weird... Uh, he lost control of his emotions. Operation. He says he lost control yeah. of his emotions. For a car. And became very upset. Well, I mean, anybody would, right? You're stuck on the highway. You're fearing for your life. The cruise control won't, won't turn off. And you're pissed. Oh. I get it. I might lose, you know, I might uh, lose control of my emotions. Well, It's just like a really subtle horror story. Or it can oh, you're you're you know drafting I mean? the script for an entire yeah, horror film yeah. where the want, car, it's a runaway car. You yeah. can't do anything about it. I yet. want Netflix to sign. Okay. Kind of like Speed, but okay. less, more casual. All right. Well, you're giving it away for free right there. Yeah. Whoever wants it, they can have it. <laughs> Amazon will give your overworked delivery driver five bucks if you ask Alexa to say thank you. What kind of headline do we have here? That's nice. Last year, an Amazon delivery driver said that the high volume of orders during holiday season makes life hell. This year, these contracted workers can get a $5 tip if their customer says, Alexa, thank my driver. Whoa. Hmm. Meanwhile, news also broke today that Amazon is being sued by the D.C. Attorney General, (laughs) seeking penalties for allegedly misleading customers by using tips to cover couriers' base pay. Hmm. This is like in the Uber realm and mm-hmm. um, so what? So I have one of these uh, smart speakers and then I say, and then I see the package arrive and then I say, Alexa, thank my driver real quick. Yeah. And the $5 tip goes there. Yeah. Who's Apparently fi- it's as simple as that. Whose $5 Apparently. is it? The new thank you features part of a promotion that Amazon says it's running to celebrate its impending milestone of 15 billion packages delivered. If a driver is one of the first one of the first 1 million to receive a thank you, they get 5 bucks. The five drivers who receive the most thank yous will get a $10,000 bonus plus 10,000 donated to a charity of their choice. That means Amazon will pay out 5.1 million dollars to workers through this promotion. 
So Amazon's paying it. It's not your five bucks no, 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 no. that you're tipping. It's a free tip for you. So yeah, I guess. Go ahead. Tell Alexa to thank the driver. Yeah. I'm gonna I'll do it for you right now. Alexa, thank my driver. Just did it for you. Good PSA. Last one. Google releases its most searched terms for 2022. The search engine's annual data dump offers a recap of collective internet experience full of reminders and some surprises. I don't know if this is going to, I don't know if it's more surprises or um, shock as to what people are actually searching or have searched. Uh, what's this? A tale of, what, what am I looking at here? Well, what is this? A slideshow? A tale of two cities. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely Ukraine would be Ukraine. A, a huge topic that was searched. Is that number one? Oh, let me just... What is this slideshow you have here? What is this formatting? Okay, so... <laughs> Top Ukraine. five in news. Okay, yeah, Ukraine. Wordle, I remember that. That was... Oh, yeah. I never got into it, but man, it seemed like everybody else was. Mm -hmm. Story of my life. Still going strong, I guess. Oh, really? Okay. Oh right, oh, yeah. <laughs> Amber Heard. Amber Heard. Why does that feel? Why does that feel that like feels ten so years long ago? ago? Man, oh man, that was in twenty twenty two. Good <laughs> lord, it was like the biggest thing in the world for. That's everything now. It's the biggest thing in the world for five minutes. Yeah. All right. Next up, uh, Thor. No, get out of here. Really? Oh yeah, Thor was pretty big. It was only number seven in U.S. box office earnings. Hmm. But the first one did really well. Okay, so. all right. I, I did not uh, catch the Thor. Uh, Euphoria? Euphoria was big. Really? Yeah. In 2022? Because they had like a long hiatus, I, I heard. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, thanks for filling us in on it. Cats? What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cats. Google Lens. Google separated out its search analytics by mechanism as well as by category. The most searched pet terms through Google Lens for people taking photos of their pets, domestic, short-haired cat, tabby cat, polydactyl cat, aspen, and then Labrador retriever. Hmm. So pets. Well, that's what people were taking using Google Lens. Um, British monarchy? Uh, the queen. When it came to Google's user favorite places to search... Buckingham Palace, number one. Big Ben, number two. Pyramid of Giza, number three. Christ the Redeemer in Rio de Janeiro. And Royal Palace of Brussels. These are top places to search in maps. I believe this is the... Oh, yeah, we're done. Okay, cool. Well, that's a nice little list. I mean, obviously, there's, a, there's many more terms. You can always hop on Google... Uh, trends and goof around. We've been known to do that around these parts. Oh, yeah. I apologize for the short episode today. I have an absolute banana town that I got to take part in today. Like oh, it's good, out man. of control. I'm, I am in do. the, I'll be, the I'll be harvesting the cornfields this afternoon. Oh. I'll be driving the combine. Uh, thank you very much to everybody who joined us here today. Thank you very much for, to, to Willie Dude. Thank you very much to Mo for uh, all the um, running around that he was doing earlier with the lighting. Yeah, as thank he, you, Mo. As he stared deep into my soul and handed me an iPad with a bunch of busted lights. I will see everybody very soon. Thank you for all your support and love and everything else. Later, later, later. Later, guys.